Welcome to another edition of Len's Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest for the week, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush. So I'm sure that most of you have heard the story of the boy that cried wolf. If you haven't, let me explain a little bit, because I like to do that. The tale concerns a shepherd boy who repeatedly tricks nearby villagers into thinking a wolf is actually attacking his town's flock. When a wolf actually does appear, the villagers don't believe the boy's cries for help, and the flock is destroyed. Now, the moral of the story is that liars will not be rewarded, even if they tell the truth. No one believes them. Now, the boy that cried wolf, very famous, one of Aesop's fables. And the reason I bring this up, not to educate you on Aesop's fables, but it's an article that I saw uh, by Bill Chappell this week about Shelby Houlihan. Now, she is a middle-distance runner who currently holds two U.S. records. She says she's been banned from the Tokyo Olympics after testing positive for the steroid Nandrolone. Now, Houlihan says she's clean, of course, and she's blaming the test results. Get this. Yes, I am not making this up. She apparently had a pork burrito that she got from a food truck. So pardon my skepticism here for a moment. But a burrito somehow makes you test positive for steroids now. Is that like the poppy seed bagel that Elaine ate on Seinfeld and had to use Mrs. Seinfeld's urine to pass the drug test because she <laughs> tested positive for opioids? I mean, is that what we're dealing with here? Uh, doping officials don't agree with the runner, of course. They've handed Houlihan a four-year ban just before the U.S. Olympic trials for track and field, which begin in Eugene, Oregon, this weekend. Now, she says, I feel completely devastated, lost, broken, angry, confused, and betrayed by the very sport that I've loved and poured myself into just to see how good I was. Houlihan said in an announcement, of course, she announced this on her Instagram feed. Now, Houlihan is 28. She's now banned from this year's Summer Olympics as well as the Paris Olympics in 2024. She pledged to fight the ban, which would sideline her during what could be the prime years of her career. She says she's going to fight to prove her innocence during her emotional virtual news conference. I absolutely respect and wholeheartedly support the fight to catch athletes who disrespect the sport by cheating and doping, but I am not one of them. Well, pardon me, but haven't we seen this movie before? Let me get on to this. Lance Armstrong, Ryan Braun, Alex Rodriguez, Mark McGuire, Rafael Palmero stood before Congress and said, I did not use performance-enhancing drugs. The prerequisite whenever anybody gets caught for doping is to deny, deny, deny. It'd be so much easier if people would just admit from the beginning that they took the drugs and we could move on. But we can't because what we don't like is we don't like being lied to. We know that while you're doing the drugs, we understand it. And you know what? Most people in the same situation might do the exact same thing. But just man up or woman up or whatever it is and just tell the truth. Now, the woman very well could be telling the truth here. But when the public has been lied to over and over again, it's hard to believe the boy that cried wolf. With that being said, it's time to bring on my guest for the week. She is the Senior Director of Strategic Planning for Head and Neck Surgery for Mount Sinai Health System in New York. 
She's also worked in radio and TV. Welcome a friend of mine, Lisa Chase. Lisa, how are you on this lovely day? It is one of the most beautiful days to hit this entire year, Lenny. I'm so excited. It's sunny and gorgeous. It actually is covering up all the homeless people in Manhattan right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that's interesting. So am I hard on this woman, you know, a pork burrito that has steroids in it? Is it, I mean, this could be possible, right? We, we know that. I don't think so. Okay, good. I like that. I I didn't. Yeah. It sounds like (laughs) I didn't. Yeah. (laughs) It's a rough stretch. And it's like, you know, the chances of slim to none are happening here. And slim ran out the door a long time ago. Do you remember while you gave us those fabulous analogies of everyone else this happened to, to this instantaneously reminded me of Jeremy Piven. Yes. Do you remember when he had those horrible reviews of Speed the Plow on Broadway and he suddenly had mercury poisoning from the sushi yes. and had to like leave the entire show? It, was, it wasn't like he left one night. He left the show. So I think she is full of bull. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe pork bull. Um, But I don't think this is possible. I have been around lots of COVID stories, having worked at a hospital, having even had COVID myself. And I tell you what, not one person has a food linkage to COVID. Well, agreed. And I think what what the problem I have with all of these people, it's kind of like the... I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Um, it's kind of the same <laughs> thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's like all you have to do is say, I did it. Okay, I'm sorry. I did it. That's right. Let's move on. Because at the end of the day, Lisa, if there was a miracle drug that we could take, which in America, we take drugs for everything. Right. Right. Everything right. we need. Right. We, we take a drug for it. There's a pill for everything yes. imaginable. Right. Yeah. Even even uh, people in the adult film industry take a pill to you know what I mean. So there's <laughs> right. There's pills for they everything. Do. So wouldn't you take it if you could. Right. So the point I'm trying to make is that I'm not saying it's right to cheat, but we understand why you're doing it. So don't belittle it and don't lie to me right, right. to my face. Say I did not do it. I did not point at me in Congress and say, I didn't do it. And, and then all of a sudden it comes out and then they, then they're having the tearful press conference or Lance Armstrong's on Oprah. And I mean, come on already. Really? He could have, you you know, know, I always point to Arnold Schwarzenegger. He did this right all the time. Do you remember when he was accused of groping like 12 women on a boat or 14 women on a boat? And the very next day he went out to the press, held a huge press conference. And he was like, you're right. I groped 14 women all at once and on a boat. And it was shocking. But it's it true. Definitely the talk of the town for the day. But then the press story went away. It's... And, you know, we've got the same problem here in New York City with Andrew Cuomo. I didn't do anything wrong with the nursing homes. Oh, except bury some data yeah. and kill 6,000 people. <laughs> but that never mind that. You know what I mean? It's the same story. I go, if you, if your listeners are out there, you pull the Arnold Schwarzenegger card, just like you were saying. You yeah. get out there, you make a big stink about telling the truth. It's over in one day. You didn't get it from a pork burrito, no. honey. I mean, come on. They, and, and, and what I always love is like, you know, Barry Bond said this, you know, I, I, I didn't know what I was putting in my body. Please, you all know what you're putting in your body. It's it's crazy. These people, the body is their temple. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's in my body, yeah. but I, other people, you know, they, they know what's in the body. But, but these people. I'm giving her the gum. 
That's a gun. Giving her the gun. That's it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Because what what the? I had to give her the gun. Oh, I I agree. Because here's what I have a problem with other other people like Lance Armstrong and Ryan Braun for particular reasons. They actually got people fired because they they were denying it so much. They were almost at a point in their lives where they told so many lies they didn't even know what the truth was, and they exactly. just you know they get to a point where uh, I just you know again tell me oh. that you did the it truth. and let's move yes. on Cause, because I think the crime. Uh, the actual denying of the crime is worse than the actual crime itself at, at some oh, at totally point. totally agreed. Yeah. And you know what? Just bone up, and I don't mean a pork bone. No, we don't. And I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not a big burrito fan, but I might eat one now to just to see if I'm going to test positive for steroids. Because <laughs> I want to hear. I'm a burrito fan. I am, and guess what? I've never tested positive no. for steroids. I eat them all the time. Well, there you go. <laughs> I, I'm here to pump you up with the burrito, right? <laughs> That's. The burritos are going to do it, yeah. right? The burritos are going to yes. get you. The burritos will get you for a lot of things. And it's funny, I, I brought up that it was really burning my bush this week because obviously you've got, uh, you know, with acid reflux, that would certainly burn my bush um, uh, with uh, with the burrito. So that is kind of uh, the uh, the story with her, the runner. I, I hope she's telling the truth. But again, no one's going to believe her anyway at this point. Oh, yeah. No credibility whatsoever. Exactly. Exactly. So... Moving on a little bit to that, we're going to go into something that, you know, just kind of fun stuff, because that's kind of what I, I like to do. And one of the things I wanted to talk about this week is that I, I, I've been bringing this up several weeks already, uh, the last couple anyway, about TV shows that have been redone with new people in it, and it's just not that good. And I just, I have a problem with, like, like there's certain movies, like Back to the Future, that I don't want to see redone, right? That's right. Certain movies that I really have yes. a problem with. So, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because there used to be a show called The Dating Game. And I don't know if you remember it, but it was hosted by Jim Lang. And it was produced by Chuck Barris, who actually hosted The Gong Show. I don't know if you knew that. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that was, (laughs) it was legendary. I mean, Andy Kaufman was on. And there was always celebrities that were on the show um, that that you didn't, they weren't even celebrities back then. But they would, they'd go on a date, they'd go bachelor number three, blah, blah, blah. Now... They're bringing it back to television, the celebrity dating game. And I love Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel is a treasure. I mean, she was in Elf. She was in New Girl. <laughs> she is a treasure, yeah. right? Her, her sister is yeah. a treasure as well, Bones. And, you know, they're, yes. they're wonderful people. And now Michael Bolton, who Michael Bolton is kind of, you know, when he makes fun of himself, he's actually even funnier. He was in Two and a Half Men on a couple of episodes as well. And they brought him in to sing... When a man loves a woman, you know, it was, it's kind of, of course, yes, his best song. Yes, exactly. So uh, apologies to Michael Bolton. I don't do it as well as he does, but apparently they're going to be having uh, the, the redo of the, of the 1965 dating game is on. It returned this week and it is with Zoe Deschanel and Michael Bolton as host. Actors include Taylor Diggs, Joe, Joey Lawrence, Joey. Uh, from again from Blossom, I was you and I were talking off the air about Maya Bialik hosting Jeopardy, and that she's forty five. Yes, Blossom is is forty five, and we're apparently getting Joey Lawrence back on. This is this sounds like a list material here. Uh, <laughs> when you got Joey Carmen Electra too was on. Oh boy, uh, Carmen Electra and comedians Margaret Cho, Chris Kattan, and Fluffy Gabrielle Iglesias is 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 on. They're going to be apparently the stars looking for love. 
in a game that lets you get to know blind dates with saucy questions. As before, the celebrities' identities are kept secret from their prospects until the potential pair meet. The contestants are given clues in the form of songs performed by Michael Bolton. So that's I, – I, I'm out. I mean – I, I again love Zoe, love Michael Bolton, but does he really need to sing the clues? Oh my heavens! This I is, think it sounds he, terrible. He's going to just plunk at the piano on the side. Is that what's going to go on? Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. With I'm, token interjections. Yeah, again, the, boy oh boy! The the, the, right. the show kicked off with Hannah Brown uh, and nailed it. Host uh, Nicole Byer, and the following week is going to be Iggy Azalea picks up among a trio of bachelors she can't see as is RuPaul's drag race judge Carson Cressley, a fan of the series exited. So again, the dating game, one of the shows probably we shouldn't have. I love that they redid name that tune. That was an yeah. awesome show. Yeah. And I love yeah. I love her um because you know the, the the new show is is excellent. I don't know if you've seen it. But that but that was very well done. But the yes. I'm I'm out on the dating game, I think. I'm out, and you know what it's reminding of? Do you remember the reboot of The Odd Couple? Oh God! On CBS. So, like, I, I just that uh, just is ringing a huge alarm bell in my head because The Odd Couple should have never come back. Well, they have tried to redo that a few times. Um, the uh -huh. Odd Couple. Um, they had uh, an African American version of it. They had with uh, Ron Glass. I don't know if you remember okay. that, but they had, um, and then they brought it again back with Matthew Perry. And yep. Matthew Perry's good actor, but it's hard to really when when you, you have greatness. First of all, Walter Matthau and Jack Clodman are you just can't compare. They're unbelievable. They're unbelievable. Right. And and I think when they did the TV show, it might have even been better than the movie. Because I agree. because the I TV agree. show, I have the original DVDs, by the way, of the Odd Couple. That's how sick I am. Look at you. But I loved <laughs> you know uh, Tony Randall was brilliant. All the people on there. Penny Marshall was on as a secretary. I think that uh, it was very difficult to redo, but I agree with you. There are certain things that need to be just kept the kept. way it was. We don't yes. need a reboot. We don't need a reboot of Gone with the Wind. We don't need a reboot <laughs> no. of Casablanca. Please leave these alone, Please. right? Yes. Because they, yes. they redid Psycho, which was terrible. And uh. Hesh. I mean, come it on. Was it was just awful. 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 Yeah. And Ann Hesh isn't good to begin with. No. So what do you think? Exactly. Exactly. Golly day. I and know. You take this quintessential movie and just hacked it up just like Norman with his knife. I know. I know. It's terrible. I, I just don't understand why you need to. But I, I mean, I kind of get why. I mean, you just had the Friends uh, reunion on HBO Max. They had that on. It was, yeah. it was actually pretty good. They, they, they all look pretty good. Uh, Joey's the only one apparently who is aged. Everybody else is uh, right. <laughs> Everybody I, else has had very good treatments. Every, I think Joey we'll just yeah, because <laughs> Courtney Cox. I mean, all of them look like they've had some work done, right? But oh, but yeah. it, it looks like uh, you know, and I think you know they brought back Full House and the, all these other shows where you know I actually got caught up in the Full House thing. I don't know about you, but uh, I kind of like the oh Fuller my House. Gosh. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, you did yeah, I, I did I liked oh. it. I liked it. I'm sorry. But I, but that was a little bit different because it kind of went with the original actors, right? I'm okay true. with the original that actors. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Although it's, the Melrose Place reboot had some of the original actors, and that was just God. awful. Yeah, they tried to do that it with was Dallas such a too. Good show. Yes. Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. yeah. No, just, no. Yeah. Dynasty two. Oh no. I, I, I agree. And and they're bringing back all these other ones. I. 
I think they're running out of things to talk about and running out of things to do, and that's why There's they're bringing no back. No. Yeah. Because they're redoing movies. They want a safety play. They take a chance on a safety play instead of taking a chance on something really amazing that might be a whole new creative explosion. Creative explosion. I like that. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to segue from creative explosion to kind of a serious note a little bit. You know, um, with all of the people that have had COVID, uh, yeah. there has been some long-term uh, effects with some people. And you and I have had it. Um, and knock wood, you know, we're, we're okay. Um, you got yeah. your sense of taste back, thank goodness. But as someone who works in the medical field, uh, in the EMT world, you know, what, what has been kind of the uh, long haulers? I've been hearing about long haulers because a, yeah. a, good, a good friend of mine uh, passed away. He, he was uh, mid-70s. We just had a memorial service for him. He was on my bowling team. And he, he had uh, COPD, but he had gotten oh. COVID. And they, they actually labeled his death um, with, uh, it was kind of the uh, long haul COVID. Oh. Because he couldn't, you know, he's having trouble breathing yeah. from that. And, you know, ampled with the COPD made it even worse. But of course, what that's very sad. Yeah. What has been going on with the long haulers? So uh, it's interesting because I think that there's just not enough studies out there right now going on. Um, I work at, you know, the Mount Sinai Health System and I'm very grateful to because we're getting some insights into this. So my world is ENT. So it's like your nose and throat, I always say, above the neck. Yes. <laughs> That's what we deal with. <laughs> above the neck. I like Everything that. Everything under the neck just goes somewhere else. Yes. So, <laughs> um, so in the above the neck issues, and that does include the throat, um, we're seeing a lot of chronic cough and tracheal stenosis. Stenosis meaning the narrowing of the tube of the trachea, um, which, of course, is making it harder for people to breathe. And the chronic cough is is a little shocking, too, because not everybody gets the cough with COVID. I had a really light case of it. I just had a cold. I had a runny nose. And then I had the anosmia, which is the loss of smell. Um, luckily, I did have the taste, but the smell came back. But the, the tracheal stenosis and the chronic cough are, are a big, big problem, as well as the loss of smell and taste. So, you know, they, they kind of go together, that loss of smell and taste. Um, so what they're trying to do right now is a fish oil study. So if you know anybody who's got a loss of either or, or just isn't quite the same after COVID, um, maybe try a fish oil supplement and see if that works in like a month and see if you're, you're changing. Um, interestingly enough, and this has absolutely no scientific foundation, my dad is a scientist and he was saying to me, you know, if you need to get your smell back, he said, COVID doesn't like menthol. He said, so sniff something with menthol in it. The only thing I had in my cabinet was Ben Gay, which I swear by. So I was <laughs> sniffing Ben Gay for days. I got to tell you, Wendy, in see, two days, I got see, my sense I, of smell back. Well, that's wonderful that you used the Ben Gay, but I would have thought the Vicks Vapor Rub would have been perfect for and that. And that too. I used that as a kid. That stuff was, I mean, yeah. that stuff would kill anything, the smell, <laughs> right? You can't, the Vicks Vapor so, Rub, my mother would put it on my, yeah, I couldn't breathe. See, what I do, so I have bad allergies, okay, and okay. it's been better over the years. Like, I take a... A pill now um but i would actually get to the point where i couldn't you know i was having trouble you know very stuffed up and yeah. what i would do is take a hot uh take a boiling a pot of boiling water yeah. throw the vicks vapor rub in and then a towel over your head like felix yes. Unger. like felix oh, Unger. we're going trick. we're going kind of back to odd couple and <laughs> and i i would do the um vicks vapor rub in there and i'll tell you i'm not a scientist and i don't play one on tv but this seemed to work um, I, that always worked yeah. really, really well. 
uh, give it a whirl. Um, you know, so you, we've got the fish oil study going on. Um, they say to just regularly smell, uh, just to jar up your sense of smell, like to, to stimulate it by smelling like things with strong scents, like garlic, and doing that at least three times a day. Um, the other problem is throat clearing. So this usually happens with people with rough coughs during COVID, and then they wind up with this constant throat clearing. It's, you know, basically an acid that's coming back on you. So antacids tend to alleviate some of those symptoms, but um, even a plant-based diet is actually helping. I just learned from a general ENT, his name is Dr. Ha. He, um, he was telling me that, I, and I didn't realize this, that red meats can stir up that GERD, that whole like, oh. acid reflux. So he was saying that he's recommending a lot of these patients to do, um, do plant-based diets. And, and you know what? I just did it for, I have a little bit of GERD. We're all getting older. We all get this from, they say, wine, coffee, and spicy food. It's like everything I eat. Yes, love. <laughs> it's all GERD. I know that's why it's, it's all a, good. that's another so, pill I take a day. I take the acid reflux medicine. See, this so the, if yeah. you try the plant based, let's. I'm going to regroup with you in a, in a little while. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And, Am I not allowed no. to have a burger once in a while though? I can't. Oh, you can't just. I mean, I'm, you, I'm not saying go cold turkey. I'm just saying some days you're feeling the reflux. Yeah. Maybe just opt for okay. the plant based stuff. But see, see if it like kind of helps you out. All right. Um, and then you know, there's this other bad one that's you know hearing loss that can be treated with steroids, obviously, but. Um, if the medication is not effective, you know, you could have like a long-term side effect of that and that needs to be treated right away. So, so I would just say get to a, a general ENT, an ear, nose and throat doctor. I think, you know, because they focus on everything above the neck, you know, primary cares have a, have a stressful job, right? They got to focus on everything. They got to read up on everything. They got to know about everything. When you go to a specialist, they're just dealing with a small part of the body. So, I, you know I've been saying Do this it. for years about fast food restaurants they need to focus on what they do best like yes. five guys burgers and fries they don't sell salad right exactly. this is what i'm talking about you talked about specialists exactly. five guys burgers and fries mcdonald's needs to stop selling all this other stuff and go back to what got them uh to be exactly. great in the beginning although you know that salad at wendy's is fantastic uh, i like the chili and the chili's awesome yeah that's another well, gerd know. producing uh... <laughs> it is but you know what you just offset it with like a yogurt afterwards and so, you're good. <laughs> so I know this is I know this is wrong, Lisa, but every time I hear about, um, you know, you talked about above the neck and you yep. talk about, you know, neck. Uh, I every time I see a sign for that, like a neck doctor or whatever, I think of the scene from Rain Man and I think of Charlie Babbitt. It's like Charlie Babbitt you know, grabbed and hurt and pulled my <laughs> neck. I just, for some reason, <laughs> that is what I think about what I think. And I know that's wrong, but. That, well, you know what? Even we even do speech language pathology. So if you need help with, you know, what's interesting. I, I work inside the laryngology department. I didn't know squat about laryngology. I barely knew where yeah, I don't know what that is. was. <laughs> so it's, it's just dealing with the larynx. So your throat and, and your voice, basically your voice box. So they actually have a lot of good tips for just behavioral therapy. You don't have to go to surgery. Like if you're overstraining your voice, you know, if you're talking too much on Zoom, like we kind of are right now. You know? yeah. So even, it, but it's speech language pathology is out there too to help you just kind of regulate your voice, make sure you're not overstraining it. If you use your voice all the time, if you're a teacher, a fireman, or somebody who's just kind of, you know, talking loudly for most of the day, you know, might want to just make an appointment there too. You can never take enough good care of your body. 
This is true. I always like to say, you know, at 53 years old, if I had known I was going to live this long, I would have taken a lot better care of myself. But, you know, that's the way. <laughs> that's the oh, way. come on. You look great. Oh, and you well, are always taking care oh, of yourself. Oh, I appreciate that. You're, you're too kind. You look a lot better than I do. But thank you for, oh, for being that. A couple of, <laughs> couple of sad news this week. I don't know if you saw, but uh, Ned Beatty passed away. Uh, yeah. He was from the original Deliverance movie. Um, you know, that was a, a, an interesting uh, movie with Burt Reynolds. He's also, yeah. I did not know this, but he was from um, Kentucky, which I live now. So Ned Beatty, uh, he also portrayed uh, Lily Tomlin's good old boy hustler, lawyer husband in Robert Altman's Nashville in 1975. He was part of all the president, you know, president's men. And of course, he was in the Superman movie. He played Lex oh, Luthor's, yeah. you know, Mr. Luthor with Gene Hackman. He played Mr. Luthor, you know, uh, the actual <laughs> uh, assistant to Mr. Luthor. Uh, and that, the Supermans. Yeah, and the Superman movie. He was, uh, you know, so it's, it's sorry to hear, but uh, Ned Beatty uh, passed away at the age of 83. And then one other news today. I don't know. As a kid, this was a show that, and it's probably most of us got into radio because of it. But WKRP in Cincinnati. And of it's funny course. how I watched the show. Yeah. And later moved to Cincinnati, which is kind of interesting, right? <laughs> you know, you always hear that, baby, if you've ever wondered, right? Well, yeah, you took it really seriously. You didn't yeah. have to move to Cincinnati. No, I did you, not. <laughs> but I, I took it very seriously. Um, You're an overachiever, Lenny. I am very much an overachiever. <laughs> but unfortunately, uh, Herb Tarlick, who was the sales manager, uh, yes. Frank Bonner, he passed away at the age of 79 uh, uh, on Wednesday amid a battle of Lewy body dementia. His family had told TMZ he portrayed Herb in the late 70s, early 80s as the quintessential salesperson, loved the sport coats, the sport coats by Herb were just, they were legendary, right? I mean, that yes. was it. <laughs> I, I think it's awesome. But uh, sorry to hear about, uh, may their, both their memories be for a blessing. It's uh, sad to hear when people pass, especially iconic uh, stars like uh, Ned Beatty. And, and now we lose, uh, you know, it's funny, uh, WKRP castmate Gary Sandy, who's now 75, by the way. God. He was the show's first co-star to pay homage uh, homage by social media with a short message on Facebook. It is true. Frank passed away yesterday. Uh, R.I.P. my great friend. So it's uh, it's sad. You know, a lot of people are just uh, these are the things that when you get older, this is what happens. So unfortunately. You got to deal with. I'm going to bring this to a, 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 an uplifting note. Oh, good. Have great suits and jackets. So, who is your top favorite? And you know, Father's Day is coming up on Sunday. So, yes. who is your favorite celebrity dressed man? And you can't say Cary Grant because that's too easy. You know, you know what I'm going to say now because I think what? I think this is true, and I'm going to say Steve Harvey on, on really on Family Feud is dressed to the nines every week. <laughs> and you know, that's a great point. He is fantastic. I mean, he looks amazing in a suit. That guy, and he gets the uh, matching uh, handkerchief, and he looks fabulous. The best talk, the best game show host look, because obviously Alex looked very good when he passed. Yeah. But you look at the way, because Steve Harvey's got that really athletic football player build, but he looks okay. fantastic. So that's that's what I would say. So there you go. That's my answer. What All about right. what about I you? Think- I think I'm going with David Beckham. Oh. Uh, you know, he seems to always kind of rock it out. He's always got something nice on. Um, I'm a big fan of Ryan Reynolds. Oh, uh, these are all the people. These are like eye candy for you. This is not. I'm giving I know, you. They're, they're 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. See, but I will go back to yes. this. David Letterman had the best suits of all of the nighttime entertainment. Yes. Do you remember Letterman's suits? Yes. I'm still going to give him props. Okay. I know he's no longer at the seat in the helm, but you know what? I would just marvel at how wonderful his tailored suits were. Of course, he could afford them, but he did look great in them. Absolutely. And you mentioned... So I'm going to switch it up. So switch David it up a little. Letterman, top I like it. dog. Yeah. The top 10 list, and David Letterman appears on the top 10 list. That's very good. Right? <laughs> I'm very impressed by that. A lot of people going, who are these people? Who are these people? Who are these people? I don't know who these people are. We're talking about Steve Harvey. I, I think you know who Steve Harvey is, though, at least. Of course. That much. Course. Uh, you know, welcome to Family Feud. I'm your man. Right? Yes, there he is. Go. Well, he's and my he's, he's really my cousin. He, he's my now, cousin. Yeah. That is is he? <laughs> no, just, he is your cousin. <laughs> cousin Steve Harvey and Len Harvey. Yeah. Um, you know, I have to say that was a reboot that worked. Yeah. You know, Steve really brought back the rich elements and the and the anticipation and the entertainment of Family Feud. I love watching him. I think yeah. he is outstanding. We watch it in the house. We enjoy it, and it's uh, it, it's definitely it, it's like the Richard Dawson version, but even better. I think. I actually, I think he's better. Uh, I like it because I feel like I can actually answer some of those questions. Oh. Whereas when it comes to like Alex Trebet, I'm like, <laughs> they play the music and I'm like, Ugh. yeah. So you have to, <laughs> you have to be like me who you, who, a lot of useless television when I grew up. Um, and I, I find answers to questions that you would never think I would know the answer to, but it's because of television that I watched or movies that I watched that I remember scenes. And I always tell the story that um, Bo Derek in the movie 10, yeah, Obvious cool. reasons. It's a wonderful movie for for, for <laughs> yes. adolescent boys. But you know, anyway, uh, the movie Ten. Bo Derek says in the movie that the best song to make love to is Ravel's Bolero. So I remembered this as a kid, and I'm watching Jeopardy probably about 15 years ago. And the question comes on this Bolero composer, blah blah blah. And I go, Who is Ravel? And Susan goes, How in the world did you know that? I said, Because Bo Derek taught me. See, Bo Derek. Bo Derek can teach people. See, you didn't this know that. This is true. See? And I have a Bo Derek inspiration. Somebody just asked me a couple of weeks ago if I could reincarnate myself into any celebrity of all time. Just for the heck of it. It doesn't have to be a certain reason. Who would it be? And I said Bo Derek because I always thought she was just so amazing running on the beach with her braids flying in the air. And I was like, I just want to do that. <laughs> Lisa, she had braids? I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say brains. I said no. Brains. I said braids. I was saying there were braids. I didn't see braids. <laughs> I, I I saw other things, but it, it again that. So wait, now I got to ask you who you who would you reincarnate yourself as a celebrity? Could be anybody, dead or alive. Jerry Seinfeld. To... Uh, okay, okay, all right. I can yeah, see that. I think you Jer do a good imitation too. Who are these people? Why? Are, who are these see, people? I think Jerry's the best comedian of all time. Okay. You know, I I'm think, a Chris Rock fan. Well, Chris Rock is excellent. Don't get me wrong. He's he's yeah. 1A, you know. Yeah. But Jerry yeah. does everything well. And, and what's interesting about Jerry is that he does it in such a way where he makes it. It was kind of funny. If there's one thing I want you to watch, there is a YouTube video of Jerry Seinfeld accepting an award from HBO. It's about okay. seven years ago. And he does a whole rant on how... Normally, he'd be sitting in the back making fun of anybody getting an award like this, but he's getting an award from HBO. So he's got to be kind. He's got to thank HBO. But he goes into this whole rant about how that uh, comedians don't need awards. 
You know, they write the stuff. They they sit there. It took you don't know how long it takes to write this. Like I brought that up a week ago. How even my show here, how long it takes me to write the stuff that I'm going to think about or talk about or the topics. Right, right. So it's it's not that easy. People, you know, no. watch it. And and then he always talks about actors like actors. They're, they're basically reading someone else's written word. And we get so excited. He played Bob Jones. And we're so excited <laughs> that he was so good in Bob Jones. You know, all right, I know. all right, all right. So the Jerry, writers just always get the shaft. Exactly. Well, you mentioned Father's Day. And I wanted to read a poem, hopefully for your dad or anybody else that might enjoy it. Uh, I do a poem every year. And I'm okay. going to read this poem. Uh, hopefully you like it. If not, you know, well, you know, what am I going to do? Um, anyway, a very happy Father's Day to all my fellow fellow dads out there. May you enjoy the day with a cold beer in your favorite chair. Watch all sports and don't worry about cutting the grass. It will still be long on Monday. You have a special pass. Enjoy this day like no other, because on this day, you are close to being as important as their mother. So there you go. <laughs> oh, happy that. Father's Day to all. It's, uh, you know, one of the days that uh, I actually get to celebrate a holiday. This is good. <laughs> oh, that's really good. And I have a Father's Day quote for you, which is kind of funny from Tim Russert. Bless his heart. Yes. The older I get, the smarter my father seems to get. <laughs> yes. And that's true. <laughs> that's true, right? I, I, exactly. <laughs> so a very happy Father's Day. Lisa, this has been tremendous. I, I We could do this again. We could probably go on for hours about talking. I told you it would be very painless to do this, right? It's just kind <laughs> yes, of painless. Now, now you can like Lens Burning Bush on Facebook, at Lens Burning Bush. Make sure you do that. And follow. I'm on Twitter, uh, at Lens Burning Bush. Uh, so follow that. We have a YouTube channel uh, under Len Harvey. And you can the hashtag is uh, Lens Burning Bush as well. So these episodes get loaded up into YouTube. And again, a miracle happens. I don't know. Uh, but you can listen to them on <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, iHeartRadio, TuneIn. You can even get on your Alexa device and ask Alexa to play Lens Burning Bush. And we're on Pandora and all these other other places. But it's uh, it's amazing. 63 episodes. And uh, who would have thought it? You know? Wow. Light it up, baby. L light it up, baby. Well, Lisa, th <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. Thank and you. I appreciate you coming on. And uh, so fun. it is Thank a lot of fun. This. Thanks to uh, Lisa Chase. I'm Len Harvey. We'll be back with another episode of Lens Burning Bush next week. So long.